You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Fan Critical. We are back. It's 2018. You might have heard our Black Mirror podcast, but this is our 2018 preview podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Today, I am joined by John. Hello. Emma. Hi. Lucy. Hey. And returning, Gareth. Ahoy there. That's my new entrance so guys i thought it'd be a good idea to get us all gathered together to discuss sort of maybe some of the stuff that we're going to be covering this year because it's a gonna well it's looking like a good year of television a good year of film but at the same time i'd like to see what everyone's really looking forward to what is your individual highlights uh for the year so what we're going to do in this podcast is we're each going to choose a film that we're most looking forward to see a TV show that we're most looking forward to see or return. And we're going to tell everyone what we think the biggest disappointment of the year is going to be. Alton Towers. <laughs> yeah, it is disappointing. <laughs> Let's start with our favourite television show that we're looking forward to see this year. John, I'm going to open up to you as our most negative member of the podcast at times. <laughs> um, are you looking forward to anything? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I reckon the... I mean, I don't want to be obvious and say Westworld because everyone knows I love Westworld. Am I looking forward to it? Yes, I am. Uh, Yeah. It's had real enthusiasm. Yeah, Yeah, man, it's going to be great. Um, I'm going to go with uh, American Crime Story. Is that what it's called? Yeah, American Crime Story, yeah. I'm going to go with American Crime Story, (laughs) um, the assassination of... Versace or Gianni Versace. Is that what they're, is that what they're covering? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That does sound quite interesting. A couple interesting. of weeks, I think. It's supposed to be amazing. Mm. Um, why are you looking forward to that, John? Um, because the last one, or sorry, the the first series that they did on OJ Simpson was just absolutely incredible. Wasn't it weird how they cast it very well? They cast. Ooh. They no, but I mean, oh, it was right, very. Sorry, I thought that was a reference. It's a reference to something we're doing later, but yeah, yeah. they did actually cast it amazingly. Like. I can't believe that Cuba Gooding Jr. was playing O.J. Simpson. I mean, well, I mean, he he's he's the one that I switched off. Then I thought you, I thought Cuba Gooding Jr. was playing Versace. <laughs> Jesus, <Fucking> hell. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! Well, I thought the show was amazing. I thought it was really good, but I thought he didn't capture anything of um, O.J. Simpson. Famously, Lucy, we you're very good friends with um, O.J. So, could you tell us a bit more what he's like? You know, just. <laughs> you seen the made in america documentary yeah i mean that that was that was one of the best things i saw last yes. year was the oj made in america documentary series i watched that after watching um the 
American crime story and I didn't really see any comparisons. I just, I didn't see the charisma of OJ. I didn't see, I didn't really see anything, but I thought, is it Sarah Paulson who played? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, why can't I remember her name? Ali McBeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I just ask, as somebody who hasn't seen this, can you tell me why it was such a good show, please? I, I think, I think, I mean, it's done by the same guy who does American Horror Story. So if you've ever seen any sort of American Horror Story... Um, I haven't, I hated it. Yes, you wouldn't like, I don't think you'd like American Crime Story then, Gaz. I mean, it's very no, sort I, of... No, I disagree. I, I didn't like um, uh, the first series of... Um, Murder House, horror, horror Story. Yeah, I thought it was shit. Yeah, I, was like, yeah, I, I really like that. Um, but apparently, I mean, it gets better as it goes. But mm. I would say... Uh, for something that, uh, and look, the OJ thing has been covered on many, many different uh, mediums, whether or not it's uh, mm. documentaries or films or TV series or whatever. But the amount of things that you come across and find out, um, I would say uh, it focuses more on everyone else rather than OJ. OJ is like the yeah. weakest part of it. Yeah. I mean, I did like um, Cuba Gooding Jr. in it. Yeah. Um, but. You watch it and you can tell that he's not going to be the one that wins any awards. You know, it's going to be like every other lawyer that's in it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'd recommend watch the first episode and you'll kind of, you'll get it. John, good choice. And uh, one that I wasn't expecting from you, to be honest with you. Now no, one, now no one's going to say Westworld, which is disappointing. Um, well, no, but I've, you know, I've shouted that out and we're going to be covering it. It's we are covering Westworld it. season I'm two. I'm assuming that Emma's not going to go, The Walking Dead. Oh, because hopefully not. not. Jesus! And if you do, you can piss off. We are covering that, but hopefully she's not excited for it. Um, Yay! I'm going to go to Gareth. What is your most anticipated television show of 2018? I don't know whether this is too obvious an answer or too like big an answer, but I am really excited about Altered Carbon. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really excited about. I think that there has been a a little bit of a um, I don't know, almost like a hipstery anti Altered Carbon movement. Uh, even even before people have seen it, they're they're saying, "Ah, oh, it's shit." It's t-. and I don't know. That does dampen my enthusiasm. I don't. I wish it wouldn't. I wish I didn't care what other people think, but I do very much. Please, please like me. And and, <laughs> and it's it's kind of it's um it's annoyed me because in theory this is perfect. It's like um it's like a, a TV series of Blade Runner, isn't it? The aesthetic of it looks very good, and I think, I think the only thing uh, going against it is actually the amount that Netflix have advertised it at this point because its advertising has gone through the roof on this thing. Like for me, that actually makes it more exciting because they've really gone all out, and that's made me really intrigued mm. about it. Well, apparently, you can watch it tonight. Apparently, actually. they've spent a hundred pounds a month on Facebook to unbelievable. That is mental. Who's paying that? That seems quite reasonable. <laughs> What is Altered Carbon? I've never heard of it. Um, it is a, it is about um, set in the distant future, a couple of hundred years, I think, and uh, we're in a world now where, basically, death isn't permanent because your subconscious can be extracted and placed into a new body. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, actually, sorry, I say subconscious. I think just consciousness can be taken out of your, yeah. uh, your your ailing body and put into a new one um and it is about some guy who is brought back to life uh, i think he's a, a detective and he's brought back to life by a super rich guy um who was murdered and he's brought this detective back so that he can help solve his murder 
which I don't know, it seems a bit pointless seeing as the murder is totally redundant. Um, you know, oh, I've killed you. Oh no, you haven't. I'm over here now in this other body. Um, it doesn't really do a lot, does it? But apparently he's pissed off about it and wants to solve that murder. Um, and so I think, I think, or what I'm imagining is that hopefully it brings some of those kind of uh, like deep philosophical questions that Blade Runner does. Is it Netflix or Channel 4? Or <laughs> yes, where can I watch Channel 4. Come on. <laughs> is it on the BBC? Jesus Christ. This is not the 90s. You, you're right to ask, and it is Netflix. It is a Netflix production, okay, I, I believe. Uh, today we're sponsored by Netflix. Netflix, uh, your streaming service for all. One day. Netflix, Netflix. Um, yeah. Oh, thanks for that, Gareth. Uh, thanks for bringing up Altered Carbon. That is available to stream right now on Netflix. So go binge it. And we are Stop not plugging Netflix. We are not sponsored by Netflix. Emma, your choice for favorite or most anticipated television show of 2018. So this one has already been released about a week ago. Um, but I'm, my most anticipated TV show this year is The Alienist. Um, it encompasses all of the things that I love in life: murder psychology and not the FBI but the police um no so it's about um essentially the uh introduction of forensic psychology into um I'll say crime hunting then Jesus uh into police work in in New York in the late 19th century so an an alienist was some was basically a psychologist um that was what they used to call them because they worked on the alien not the alien I mean the alien alien things um (laughs) anyway this 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 looks really good it's actually got some really good ratings so far it's got a really interesting cast um so you've got Dakota Fanning uh and Luke and Luke Evans yeah um but yeah it it looks it's kind of a period drama slash crime thrillery series which is right up my street Emma do you think it will be anything like Mindhunter which I am seven episodes into at the moment so yeah i think the reason that i'm really interested in it is because it's kind of like it's like mindhunter but earlier on with the other bits of forensics and psychology um i which was part of the reason why i looked it up and i started looking into it well i mean what do you think of mindhunter so far guys uh i'm absolutely loving it i think uh one thing that i really like is actually the depiction of the serial killers is mental like edward kemper this is a guy right this is brutal who cut off his his mum's head and had sex with it spoiler warning had sex with her neck not not with the head with her neck on the show you think i really like him (laughs) (laughs) he fucked a neck he's not a monster he He fucked a neck he didn't fuck the face he fucked the neck oh my god yeah well i mean that was but (laughs) funnily enough even after that came out i still loved ed well, I mean, not like love, loved. I'm not one of those yeah, women that wants yeah. to marry a So, killer. Emma, where can we find the alienist? Amazon Prime, I believe. Amazon Prime. So, get yourself an Amazon Prime account, guys. It's a 30 day free trial, and you can uh, just remember to cancel it because I made that mistake and now I'm locked in for a year. How many of these companies do you work for, Len? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> None of them. None of them. Desperate for recognition. You will be hearing from more of them, though, throughout the show. Lucy, going to come to you next. What's your uh, the thing that you're looking forward to the most in 2018 for television? I'm looking forward to season two of Making a Murderer. Oh, yes, Lucy. Great shout. Why are you looking forward to the second season of Making a Murderer? Um, I think the first season kind of, I think for most people that watched it, probably sparked this interest in true crime, which I carry to this day, as we've just referred to Mindhunter. I love that. Listen to a really good podcast called Case File. 
Um, yeah. It's an Australian podcast about true crime. And also it gave a good insight into the justice system in America and the mistrials and miscarriages of justices that can take place. Um, what I'm looking forward to in the second season is I've heard, and I'm sure most people have, that the first season left a lot of information out. It omitted a lot of details that maybe pointed more to his um, guilt. guilt. Yeah. Um, Stephen Avery. And I want to know if it's going to cover about Brendan, because they said that Brendan Dassey was going to be released. I mean, yes. spoiler warning. Yeah. Spoiler Even. warning. Real, real life events. I wonder whether or not they will cover any of that and just if there's going to be any progress in it, because it, it was just so fascinating um, to really witness this whole trial. Yes. And I wonder if they're going to sort of recourse back to the fact that they did leave some things out, whether that's going to be included. I just, I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes. I thought it was a great piece of television. I, I think, Lucy, you touched on a point there about how it sparked a lot of people's interest in true crime. And mm. um, that's a great point because that is huge at the moment. I think it was that and Serial. Yeah, Making a Murder was amazing. Um, and, and yeah, it was a lot of a lot of people's first in to, to true crime, which... Yeah, it's so hot right now. So, so <laughs> Hansel, Hansel. Well, bearing in mind that of the four shows that we've just discussed that we're looking forward to, uh, they're all true crime apart from, obviously, Awkward Carbon. But that's still a... Like, it's still crime related. It's still crime detective. So, so it's a, yeah, it's a hot topic at the moment. But yeah, hot topic. Hot topic. Like crime detective. But um, yeah, Making Murder of Season 1, excellent piece of television. Once again, if you haven't yeah. seen it, it's available right now on Netflix. Go I binge it. I hate to say this. I think the second series is going to be fucking awful. Yeah. I don't disagree. I, 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 I want to say if, uh, if Brendan would have... Uh, yeah. Uh, if he'd have got out... Um, spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Uh, if he'd have got out um, and they ended the series with him at like WrestleMania or something... Oh, my God. That would have been... Excellent. Yes. Not a, not like fighting at WrestleMania. That would be mental. Just watching WrestleMania. Like, just seeing him getting fucking poleaxed by like Brock Lesnar or something. Jesus. Um, oh, he's killed him. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously Brendan because he's he's definitely a murderer. Um, but yeah, I I just think like nothing's happened. I don't think the two suavest uh, lawyers in town are back in it. I don't think they're in it either. They've got. There was a new lawyer that was um, working on the case. Woman and, though, wasn't it? It's a woman. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. Ali McBeal. She's not got anywhere with it. Yeah. I've been down this road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Um, Can't wait for Ali McBill to come back. There's yeah. just been a lot of <laughs> yeah. there's just been a lot of back and forth and um, and not really any progression. But I haven't looked it up for a while, so I wonder. There must be there's quite a lot of behind the scenes stuff that they must be covering yeah, about the investigation. Yeah, interesting to note with uh, Making a Murder, they made that television show over ten years of their life to make ten episodes of television. Mm. That is an incredible achievement. The amount of material they had, they said, was just insane. Uh, they had to watch all of the hours in court, read everything, listen to every telephone call between the Avery family and, and him and him in in, in prison. Uh, so I, I just, I just remembered the bit where... Um, what's that guy's so, name? Um, Ken Kratz. Oh, he's got the... Uh... Yeah, Ken Kratz. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bit where he's like, she was shackled. She was shackled. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though it's an actual real crime, it's yeah. horrible. It's awful. But just him. Yeah. You know I mean, and also he's now been done for... 
Sexual harassment. Sexual Me- harassment. Yeah. Yeah. harassment. So yeah. the problem with the problem with season two that season two might have is the fact that obviously it took a lot of care and attention to make ten episodes of television in ten in ten years for those people. They've rushed. They they might have rushed season two somewhat. Um, Len, great. what about you? Yeah. So my pick for 2018 is Castle Rock. Um, Ooh, which is yeah. the, the Stephen King thing. this is the Stephen King thing Great produced show. produced by J.J. Abrams um, which so you know it's already it's got a lot of uh, weight behind it um, not that he's fat because <laughs> yeah. he's not that is weird <laughs> J.J. Not, he's, you know he, he's just he's so just Mark, very Mark, he's very Moore. he's Mark very Moore's yeah. part of it so obviously lots of weight and lots that. of weight and that no he's just very hot at the moment you know he's hot um, so hot right now but basically, the the con- the concept of the show is it's all set in this fictional town uh, in Maine, America, called Castle Rock, um, and basically it is, um, and it has all like Stephen King's novels famously all happen in the same universe. Like he said before, like you know whatever happens in the It universe, you know at the same time the sh- the Shining also happened like down the road. the The idea of this show is to have this town, Castle Rock, and it looks. I mean, go check out the trailer. It just looks very well. Great cast. Great cast. Um, and basically, all these characters and certain events intertwine. So you'll get elements of it crossing over with elements of The Shining and elements of like Cujo and elements of like <laughs> you know Cujo. Cujo mate. You'll Jesus be getting all Christ. of these. You'll be getting all of these things sort of interweaving with each other. And it's it sounds to me like just a science fiction sort of horror dream. Like it's, it sounds wicked. Um, and that's out later this this year. We're definitely going to be covering it. Um, and it's just my most anticipated thing because I just think Stephen King, horror, mm. yeah? And I love it. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's brilliant. Mm. Um, it's just going to be, I think, the show of the year. It's Pet Cemetery. Uh, Pet Cemetery King. is also Stephen Fucking King. Hell. I mean, this has got to be a depressing place to live. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. There's not many really positive stories going to be right. in this in this Castle Rock. Very, I think very it's very cheap housing. Very cheap housing. And Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise in the new It, is also in Castle Rock as one of the main leads. We don't know whether it's as Pennywise or. Um, well, that would be silly. That would be silly, but at the same time, he is in it as one of the main leads. The cast looks great. Um, so yeah, be, be prepared to check that out. It comes out late twenty eighteen. Awesome. I think it's time now to move it on to movies, and I'm going to open up with Lucy. I want your most anticipated movie of twenty eighteen. I'm really looking forward to Black Panther. Black Panther. Okay. I kind of said Black Panther, and then I was like, "Is that actually the title?" And I got a bit unsure of myself. Fucking hell! It seems like you're really looking forward to it. Then. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it's called, it's gonna be good. Um, no, I think it looks really good. The trailers, I just think it looks really interesting compared to some Marvel films. I thought T'Challa. Is that how you say it? Am I making a fool of myself? <laughs> That's about right. The yeah. main character, T'Challa. I loved him in Civil War. Thought it was really interesting. Yeah. It's refreshing to me. Um, just to see a, like a black-led film, there's, you know, there was a debate recently that, you know, diversity for diversity's sake is just as bad as not having diversity. But I think this this just feels right. And yeah, I can't couldn't really think of many films out that I was really excited about. But I've I've been looking forward to this for a while. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it shortly. Yeah, great choice, Lucy. I mean, so that's out in two weeks. We will be covering Black Panther. Um, little plug there. Um, and it'd be great to see a bit more of Wakanda, you know, the mythical sort of place that they live yeah. in, um, yeah. where, you know, um, Cap 
that's, that's how we call Captain America, is living out these days because he's still on the run, obviously, after the events Steve. of Civil War. We call him Steve, yeah? Steve. Yeah. Steve and Bucky, your best mates of them, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be cool to see those guys uh, all interacting. I think it'll be a really great film. The trailers look great and the buzz is pretty lit on that at the moment, actually. Mm, pretty yeah. lit. It's <laughs> so lit. Okay, coming to John, your most oh, anticipated film of 2018. Um. Okay, so I can't say Infinity War because that... I mean, that, I mean, that's just too obvious. Yeah. Um, although I have watched the trailer about a hundred times. Hey, what and, trailer? And every, every time I watch it, I'm like, actually, this will do. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that that would be too obvious to say. Um, there is a film that I'm looking forward to, although there is... It's debatable as to whether or not it's going to fall this year or next. Okay, go for it. Uh, the Irishman. So, Ooh. yeah, reuniting Scorsese... Joe Pesci Ooh, lovely. and De Niro, oh, yeah. but also Al Pacino as well. Yeah, so it's really? a Netflix-produced film. Um, yeah. It's like one of them just like loves Goodfellas and has just turned around and just offered someone half a billion to get them together and make a film again. It's mental that they're so, all back together. J-Mac, did you say it's got, um, it's got De Niro and Pacino? Yeah, De Niro and Pacino again. Um, now, they've had some stinkers when they've yeah. come together. Um, I think the last good oh, film... The last good film that they did was Heat. Yeah, that was 95, for fuck's sake. Jesus, was it really? Was it... Did you know that was the first film that they ever, like, actually filmed together? They were in films, yeah, yeah, yeah. the same films before, but that was the first film they were actually in the same scene together. Well, yeah, so famously, they're both in Godfather 2, but obviously, because De Niro is playing uh, uh, Michael Corleone's dad... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, a young Vito Corleone. They would obviously never cross over because that would be mental. Um, oh, hello, Dad from the past. Um, but I'm really excited for the Irishman. You'd like it, Emma, because there'll probably be some people dying. Yeah, oh, there's, murder. Yeah, there's plenty of death in there, and it's most of it covers the uh, the death of um, Jimmy Hoffa, which is obviously like one of the biggest unsolved crimes in American history. So you'd love it. Good choice, John. <laughs> Liking that. Um, coming to Gareth next, your most anticipated film of 2018. So I'm really excited about this film called Isle of Dogs, um, which is the the new Wes Anderson film. Um, and it's a, it just looks really cool. Like it's really different. It's really interesting. Um, it's a it's a stop motion animation, um, yeah. and it's got absolutely quality sounding cast yeah bill murray's in it ed norton brian cranston um very serious people to play fucking dogs and also jeff goldblum does that help to even it out for you john uh yeah. jeff goldblum yeah. is should be knighted he's not english but knight him just knight him yeah so the basic premise of this is it's like again i feel like i just really love kind of future dystopia stuff but it is set in like a um, I don't think it's too far in the future, but um, it's like a dystopian Japan, and there's some <clears throat> disease that dogs have have started spreading. I, I think it's like the idea of like pig swine flu or bird flu, but this is dog flu. So they've gone right. We need to get rid of all the dogs, and so they kick all the dogs out of Japan and send them to this island, which was previously used as like a rubbish tip, and. Right. Um, so all the dogs are living on this rubbish tip and they're, uh, you know, 
struggling to survive and it's i think i think they're getting on or okay but it's a bit shit isn't it like you know they're sitting there eating rubbish and uh they're a bit bored and then speaking of bored i should probably hurry up with this um synopsis shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but what suddenly so we're seeing the we're seeing the film we're seeing the dogs hang out on this island they're all talking and they sound like great guys because they're voiced by brian cranston and ed norton and bill murray and of course jeff goldblum but what's really cool is like this little japanese kid turns up on the island to look for his dog because he misses his dog and obviously all the dogs have been kicked out and it's really good because the dogs i mean for, from our perspective the dogs are speaking english so we're understanding them and this little japanese kid is st- talking japanese so the dogs are like shit we don't understand him and he can't obviously understand the dogs and we kind of so we're seeing it from the dog's perspective they just eat the boy alive do they yeah so then they eat him and uh, and it's just basically what happens to his remains I think that's a great choice, Gaz. I completely forgot about that film. And when I saw the trailer, um, just because I love Fantastic Mr. Fox, I was like, yes, please do more stop motion animation. Um, And then when I saw the cast and just the concept and me and you just went to Japan, spoiler warning, um, and had a great time. So the fact that it's centered on Japan as well is just... That's not a spoiler warning, is it? Well, I mean, the spo- spo- the past, spoiler warning. It's not like people are going to go, oh, I want to know more about their past and be annoyed that you've now been to Japan. I'll go, I'll go next. Um... Shape of Water, which is the, one of the Oscar nominations, that's going to be my that's going to be my choice. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, uh, who is very good at sort of creature type movies. If, if anyone's seen Pan's Labyrinth, they'll know what I mean by that. I mean, if you haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth, go see it. It's a great, great film. Very kind of scary, but scary in like a weird, fucked up fairy tale kind of way. <laughs> Um, John's doing the weird eye monster thing <laughs> in the background. Um, he's doesn't lit- work. I've got no eyes. Doesn't work. He's got no My eyes. Hands. Um, but um, if this has got a lot of buzz, obviously. I think at the moment it's the favourite for the Oscar, um, probably in the bookies' minds. I haven't seen it yet. I was booked into a screening and couldn't go, but I'm going to go next week. Basically, the premise of the story is a um, a death, a death, death, a deaf woman. Uh, Definitely, is working yeah. at a faci- is working at a facility where they oh, <laughs> it's that kind of day, um, and basically they they bring in a new specimen that you know she's like a cleaner what in this facility. What facility is she working in? It's like a science facility, oh, okay. and, 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 and <laughs> it's all science and stuff. What are you doing here? Just science, science and that. that. <laughs> right, I take it you're not one of the scientists. <laughs> um, but so she, but she is like a cleaner, and they bring in a new specimen, and the specimen is this merman. Um, merman, merman, and basically, it's about this blossoming relationship between this deaf woman and uh, the merman, and how the government, the man, is trying to shut it down. Sounds a bit shallow. To it's, me. It, yeah, you like that because of the water, because of the water and that. Um, but no, it, no it, but the fin is. The, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, no. oh god, so, I'll scale good. it back. Oh fuck off, oh, Jesus, mother of God. <laughs> Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Um, oh. I think it's I think it's going to be great. Go check it out next week, and we will be also talking about that a bit more in depth in our Oscar podcast, which mm. we do in a couple of weeks' time, which where where we will be predicting the Oscars. 
um, and having a little game with it and seeing which one of us gets the right predictions for best film, mm. best director. So, Emma, your choice for 2018 best film? Uh, my most anticipated film for 2018 is Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. Uh, I cannot fucking wait to see this film. Oh, yes. Um, I, I recently read the book and I've not read it before and it blew my tiny mind, which is not hard. I'm quite dim. Um, but then, like, imagining it whilst reading it was incredible. Then seeing well, that must have it... been shit if you have a tiny mind. Your brain's fine, Emma. Carry on. <laughs> you say your brain's all right. Your brain's it's all fine. Right. Thanks, Luce. Um, I want a second opinion. But then, I, then I thought about. I don't, to be honest, because it could. All Let go us wrong. take her to the science. My place. brain is fine. It's not tiny. It's average sized. Um, thinking about it being on the big screen was really exciting. When I watched the trailer, it just looks just beyond anything. <laughs> You Very really... small brain. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's my they say that they say that small brains can't articulate things uh, very well. I like film food. Um, but yes, Ready Player One. M. Great, great choice. Spielberg, good, good, obviously, good choice. directing this film, yeah. and also uh, basically, I think what will be good when we cover that one is to figure out how many sort of science fiction Easter eggs are going to be in it because we've already seen in the trailer. Oh, if you nice haven't seen the trailer, player. go check it out. You've already seen uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah. You've seen um, like a lot of VR elements because it's all based in VR. Like the um, A team and all that. Yeah, it, it looks amazing. Radar, yeah, there's, there's literally yeah. going to be so many Easter eggs that we can sort of pick apart. So that's going to be a great one to podcast on i want to move on to uh special mentions just a quick special mention one one thing that everyone can mention tv show or film that they didn't get to mention in this podcast but they still think is going to be a knockout um i think my wife would kill me if i didn't mention uh that this year sees the return of quite possibly the greatest pixar film series uh, the Incredibles 2. Oh. Like that really? is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, that will be good. That will be very good. Good choice, John. Gaz? I'm really looking forward to uh, the show called The Umbrella Academy, which is um, about like a family of superheroes, basically, based on a, a, a graphic novel. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Lucy, what's your special mention? I'm looking forward to the second season, Handmaid's Tale. First season was amazing, so I'm looking forward to seeing how it expands in the second season. Yeah, good choice, Luce. Very good choice. Em? Uh, for me, special mention, just Solo, coming out later this year. Han Solo. Oh, can't wait. I mean, it's got the... I mean, look, they've cast... Is it? Is it Danny Glover as... as... Morgan Freeman. No, fuck off. Danny Glover's playing Morgan Freeman. As, as la... <laughs> <laughs> a young Morgan Freeman that could work well they no, couldn't afford Morgan Freeman um, no Lando Calrissian I'm just excited to see Lando back in the Star Wars world you know we've seen a bit more of Han with Force Awakens but I'm excited to see Lando bit of Amelia Clark too oh Amelia Clark isn't yeah, it yeah Game why. of Thrones fans shout out out there Daenerys is in the solo movie um, just say it's Donald Glover not Danny Glover because you said Danny <laughs> Danny Glover Danny Glover I guess my special mention is uh, Venom with Tom Hardy Excited to see him as Eddie Brock, so that would be pretty cool. Hopefully they handle that correctly. Mm. Um, and I kind of like an anti-hero, and that's what Venom is. So I'm excited to see see Tom Hardy prize, uh, in the superhero franchise. That would be quite cool. Yeah, Back, you know, He was as, obviously Bane. He was wicked as Bane, actually. Um, but to see him as Venom, that's going to be wicked. Let's move on to what I think the funnest category of the day is. What you think the biggest disappointment of 2018 is going to be. So this could be anything. 
in popular culture, right? What you think the biggest <laughs> disappointment of 2018 is going to be. Emma first. Emma, biggest disappointment of 2018. So I don't want it to be, but I stuck with film and I think Tomb Raider is going to be the biggest disappointment of this year. No, that's going to be good, man. I don't know. It's got Alicia Vikander as, as, as Tomb Raider. Oh, that bloody and girl from she, Black Mirror again. She's looking, she's looking good no, as I'm Lara just, Croft. I'm really worried that it's going to be fucking shite. It's based on the new Tomb Raider game, which came out about three years ago, where Lara Croft has been reimagined. Um, and the storyline is pretty much plucked from that game. Um, the game's brilliant, so I'm hoping that the film lives up to the standard that the game set. I think it's more of a fear of disappointment in me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very possible that it could be bad, because let's face it, most films that are based on a video game are bad. There's yeah. not been many good ones. And I challenge someone two, to say a good one. And if you say Super Mario Brothers, it's only good because it's hilarious. <laughs> I think Silent Hill's not bad. It's not bad, but yeah, the, end, the, the ending is ludicrous. Okay, uh, good choice, Em. I think that could be a miss, but I'm hoping it's good. Why I'm going to go to Lucy. I'm concerned about the casting of Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beasts, not only because of the allegations of domestic abuse against him, but I just don't think he's right for the character of Grindelwald. I think he relies too much on outfits and prosthetics and costumes these days. I'm not happy with him being in it. Um, I think Grindelwald should be played by a European actor because he is Eastern European in origin. And also another thing that's come out is there's Jude Law as young um, Dumbledore, which I think is good casting. But you may remember a few years ago, um, I think it was about 10 years ago, J.K. Rowling came out randomly and said that she believed that Dumbledore was gay and that he was in love with Grindelwald. And now they're saying in the film oh no there won't be any of that and I just think it's all a bit JK Rowling tries to be very um aggressive but then when it comes to I think she's a bit of a hypocrite in some ways and I I, I love I really love the first film I'm not sure if the second film is going to be any good with Johnny Depp in it and I think that could be a disappointment which saddens me because I love Harry Potter very much and I think uh I think JK Rowling's really riffing off Tolkien there because famously he said that uh Gandalf he said that Gandalf and Frodo had a relationship and it was yeah. never really yeah. articulated in the books he? no of course he fucking did it Jesus Christ that's 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 a that's a story originally I was thinking about films and then you went, what do you think the biggest disappointment yeah. in any pop culture is going to be? That's right. I think Attenborough. That wasn't oh. interesting, to be fair. I really don't... If Attenborough goes, if Attenborough goes... How dare you? That's it. We're, we're losing good Sunday night television. And no one watches TV anymore. But Attenborough, I tune in. I tune in That's every we week. Blue Planet. The man is 92 now. I think he's 92. He, he recently... Yeah. He's still got his faculties about him sort of no I mean, unbelievably his, his interviews are unbelievable still like you, you listen go, to him you see him go mental about plastic get over it mate <laughs> recycle it's plastic um john <laughs> that would be an absolute travesty john, that, that would uh i think i'd have to book some time off work yeah i think that's a day that's a that's a national that's a national day of mourning yeah. that's a national holiday that's yeah. a national holiday uh Adam, bro, we love you <laughs> well, in this um, case i hope he dies one extra day off Oh my god! <gasps> I don't mean it. I'm sorry. Turn, turn that into an Instagram story. Yeah, turn that into a fucking Instagram story. Jesus, unbelievable. Okay, Gareth, biggest disappointment of 2018. Um, all right, controversial, controversial pick here. I think. I I worry that Avengers: Infinity War could be. Yeah, mm. I I agree. Wait a minute. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Len's having a Let me explain why I think it, and then and then you can you can tell me 
hopefully you can allay my fears because it's absolutely I don't yeah. want it to be a disappointment of course like, I'm really looking forward to it but it's like it's like they're trying to put too much into this film there are so many characters that we absolutely love and there's there can't be enough time for them all and I just um, I feel like you're going to get you're going to get a watered down version of everything it's like a watered down version of Iron Man it's a watered down version of Thor it's a watered down version of guardians of the galaxy but gaz can i allay can i allay your fears a bit with infinity war please, please do mate. please do so i understand what you're saying about not getting enough uh, of certain characters but you have to remember that most of these characters we've already seen in their own films and have had a lot of time similar to like when you pick up a comic book you're on episode 100 of the comic book you know the characters already. You don't need to like intro them and go through all their origin story. You've already had that with most of these characters. There are going to be some new ones coming in. Obviously, the main villain, Thanos, which we've had teased throughout uh, the Avengers Cineverse. Animal Man. Animal Man, he's going to come in. You're not going to have to worry about having too much time with them. This this film, like the comic, if if you haven't read the comic, check it out. Check out Infinity War. It's great. Um, Great series of comics from the Marvel Universe. Um, Just, just take it like you've already spent so much time with these characters you don't need to establish them they're already there they're <laughs> fighting for their lives they're fighting for the survival of everything um and it's going to be great and the people directing it the russo brothers did uh some of the best marvel films to date they did um captain america the winter soldier which i think is arguably the best and then they did captain america civil war which focused on everyone very and civil good. and civil war was a very good film and they there was a lot of people wow. in that it wasn't a good film. It's a very okay. good film. So it was not a good you, film. you're going to be okay. I think it. I think it's a legitimate concern. Yeah, I genuinely do. Mm. Um, but I, the reason why I think it potentially might be disappointing is who they choose to kill off. Yes. Who, who they choose to kill off and how many they choose to kill off. Yes. Will determine whether or not. It's like a classic film. Yeah, they need to make some big. There needs to be some serious deaths in this film. Part because Infinity War is going to be split over two parts. Uh, they've already filmed it all, um, uh, but I, the, the who they choose to kill yeah. is very important. Like, I mean, they, like killing off Vision is not going to cut. No, it. no, they need to kill a major character, be it Cap or Iron Man. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think Cap or Iron Man has to go. Yeah, literally one of those both. two, both maybe. Both. The thing to note is, um, interestingly, in the comic books, and just for anyone who who doesn't read comic books, basically these characters, Cap and Iron Man, they still survive in Spider Man, but they just have different heroes playing those roles. Mm. So you've got Miles Morales as Spider Man. You know, you've yeah. got loads of different versions of Spider Man. You've got um, famously. Um, Iron Man, what's the other guy called? The other one that he has. War Machine. War Machine. War Machine War Machine takes over for Iron Man when uh, Iron Man dies. And when Cap dies, famously the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes, becomes Captain America. Yes. So they, they always have um they always have roles to fill. They're more of a symbol, like Batman says. Yeah. In you know, it's a symbol. It's a symbol. Oh, Batman's of... not in it as well, is he? Oh god, is no, he? Jesus. Um DC or not DC. Um no, but um so Gaz, your concerns are legit your, your concerns are legitimate. Um, but I really think this is going to be a home run. I think it's going to be the highest grossing film of all time. Uh, my biggest disappointment of 2018 um, is something that I know is dear to all of our hearts. And I think is going to, oh, is no, go- it. it's going to, it, it's going to really, <laughs> no. really hurt. I think that we're still not going to see the Winds of Winter released yeah. in 2018. 
I don't think we're going to see it, guys. So The Winds of Winter is the sixth um, volume of the famous A Song of Ice and Fire, which Game of Thrones is based on. And um, I've been waiting half my life for this fucking book. We've been waiting now seven years since the release of Dance of Dragons, the fifth instalment. Um, but we're all friends because um, obviously we knew each other, but the Game of Thrones thing really brought us together and, and made us start podcasting in the first place. Fucking hell. So, uh, absolute douchebags now. Yeah. Losers. Losers. Yeah. We're absolute losers. That's it. But the fact that we've been waiting for this book for so long and, and now the show, in the first time in history that I can think of, a show has overtaken the source material in terms of adaptation. Um, the fact that we still haven't got the winds of winter yeah. is an absolute travesty. And He's taking the piss. We're lit- what are we in? February now. We're in February now. Mm. There's God. not a fucking hint of that book coming out this year. It was supposed to come out two years ago. He'll die before he... No, unless you don't say it. Yeah, he probably will, yeah. I mean, if... if The one saving grace of that is the fact that most of the time, if someone were to die mid their artwork, you would lose that artwork. You'd never get the finished piece. But luckily, at least the TV show, it may not have all the intricacies of the books, but at least we're going to get an ending that he has planned because Mm -hmm. he's told it to them. So we're still going to have an incarnation of of A Song of Ice and Fire finished. Um, But the fact that the book hasn't been released is a travesty. Um, Anyone who hasn't read... um, Anyone who watches the show... Um, and hasn't read the books yet. I mean, it's a long wait until uh, the final season comes out. It's 2019, Mm. scheduled for April the 6th, 2019, rumoured. So if you want to pass the time, I implore you to read the books. Hopefully, by the time you finish five massive books, the sixth one will be out and you can read it. Um, But the books offer an insight into Game of Thrones that is far deeper than the show. Uh, The show is an amazing uh, spectacle. It's an amazing, well-acted, well-written thing. Um, but the books give you, and everyone always says this about anything with books and films, but the books are genuinely excellent and the level of detail they go into is insane. Yeah. So uh, I implore you to read them. Well, guys, that's it. 2018. We've pretty much predicted everything that's uh, going to happen. I'll just add, I think Solo is going to be an absolute stinker as well. You think it's going to be bad? Yeah. You don't like Ron Howard? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't mind him. Uh, he's alright. You got something against nice gingers? Fellow, you got something against gingers, mate? No, I've got, an, I've got a ginger beard, mate. Well, I've yeah. got a ginger beard. What are you saying? Ginger back hair. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm just kidding. That's not getting cut. It's great. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, I think Solo is just going to be awful. I mean, it's got potential to be bad because of its change of director midway mm, through it production. A bit of a mess. I mean, and yeah, Danny and to Glover. get Danny Glover in it, I mean, he's <laughs> as, an old fella. As a young Lando oh, Calrissian. <laughs> So, guys, I want to say thanks to everybody. I want to say thanks for your predictions. I want to say thanks, I'm looking guys. forward to a year of podcasting with you guys. Um, that's, that's, that's sweet, isn't it? But um, what I would like to say is what we're covering this year. We might have mentioned a couple of things that we're going to be covering during our predictions uh, because we might have mentioned them. But the main things that we're going to be covering in the near future are Black Panther. Ready? Rawr. Rawr. That's good. Black. That's that's very good. Rawr. Very good. Yeah. Very good. You, I'll, you and I'll, Porgs. I'll do... Porgs and Black Panther. There you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they're in solo. Um, we're going to be covering Ready Player One. Yay! We are yeah, also going to be covering. No, put a VR headset on. We're also going to be covering uh, the final part of The Walking Dead season eight, which <laughs> that's a good. That's a good yeah. Shaun of the Dead zombie. Pretty that was. That, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, which uh, unfortunately, season eight of The Walking Dead is 
probably the lowest rated that it's ever been. The first half we covered, check it all out. If you watched Walking Dead, it's very funny. We don't really enjoy the show anymore, but we kind of like to enjoy it on a more sort of satirical level. Like we look at it and we go, that was fucking awful. Let's yeah. discuss it. I think Emma loves it. Emma secretly loves it because she's, she's obsessed with Daryl Dixon, but that's that's <laughs> by the by. Darryl. Not just Daryl. This mate a bike in his crossbow too. Oh, yeah, well, you know, it's a package deal, Emma. It's a package deal. It certainly is. But, yeah, so check it out. It's a good fun. We're going to be covering the last half of season eight, um, which promises to be hilarious Mm. for one way or the other. Um, We're also going to be doing an Oscar special in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Be sure to check that out. And the winner is... Um, basically <laughs> nice and the, uh, the the premise of that is going to be and you can play along at home we are going to be going through each category and saying what we think is going to win you get a certain amount of points for getting um, who you know the category right if you oh, get a prediction points. right yep and there's a league table at the end of it which Jurassic will be pub- Park which will be published on our website where you can also play along Jurassic Park um, I want to say thanks to John thank you Emma thanks Lucy cheers and all the way in Australia, the only one now in Australia, Gareth. Thanks, mate. Nice one. All right, thanks, guys. Let's have a great 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast.